0: Um, um, <clears throat> uh, thank, thank you very much, folks. Uh, the, the Muppet Show is proud to present our very special guest, um, I hope, uh, Weezer! Yeah.
1: to another episode of Weezer has turned and left us here. <laughs> I was going to be like, Weezer's turned and left us right here, but that's not <laughs> that's the not title. That's not the name of the podcast. Whatever. Yeah. I'm trying to make it longer. Doesn't matter. Hey. What's your name? I'm Sarah Eyer.
0: I'm Matthew Reichbach.
1: Yay.
0: We're your hosts.
1: I feel like I also want to remind people that you are in New Mexico and I am in California, because I feel like that might not be, like if people haven't listened to the first episode, or yeah. they're starting with this one, they might not know. So. Yeah,
0: we live far away and we record yes. via the internet, except for one episode, mm-hmm. oh, one yeah. where we had Steven on. Yeah. Does he just go by Steven or Steven Ray? or
1: S- Steven. Oh, okay. I just... just not a Steve, you
0: <laughs> know? Stevie boy. Hi, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, that's oh, someone is... else. That's not him. <laughs> oh, is that going to make him stop listening? Or one <laughs> listener? No. Hi,
1: Steven. Uh, well,
0: well, what are you up to, Sarah.
1: Oh, uh, oh, so many things, but uh, I, well, I don't know. This isn't like interesting at all, but I wore heels yesterday for a reason oh. that I will, like, not say yet. Cause
0: Nothing they're... untoward.
1: No, no. <laughs> but but um, I wore heels yesterday and I wore these really cute shoes, but today my feet really hurt. Uh, but part of the reason my feet hurt is because I was walking around a lot. And part of that reason is because I was at Disney yesterday for a percast thing. And oh, yeah. Stephen and I got to meet... Uh, Reggie, the cat who plays Goose in Captain Marvel. Which, yeah, he was like
0: the main one, right?
1: Yeah, he was the, ma- the main one because there were four cats uh, who played Goose. But it was really cool. And sometimes I'm like, why do I still live in L.A.? And then stuff like that <laughs> happens. And it's, you know, it doesn't happen every day, you know. But I don't see celebrities all the time. But it was it was nice because I've had kind of an up and down kind of year, I feel like, with losing my job and, you know, questioning my whole life and, and all that. But starting
0: five podcasts. <laughs>
1: that's almost that's almost the number. Uh, but, yeah, it was just a nice it was a nice day or at least that half of the day was nice. Um. Anyway, a lot of vagueness in my update. But how are you? Some vague booking <laughs> going on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: vague casting i guess um i'm 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 doing pretty good and it's a lot less eventful i haven't gone on vacation Mm. in the between episodes like the last (laughs) few
1: the longest it's been that you you haven't been on vacation (laughs) yeah i get to
0: sleep at home i Hmm. I, as we as everyone knows from last week's episode i love soccer
1: and i (laughs) i did not go to a soccer game tonight
0: I, Ah. i had a chance to but i am here instead to uh to podcast
1: Wow, that's a sacrifice. Yeah. So so before we start the episode, should we bring up something that somebody mentioned to us on social media?
0: Yeah, somebody asked us a question on Facebook. I'm not going to read the whole question, but I'll just get the gist of it. Um, Caitlin Bramble, uh, she asked about the video for Buddy Holly and then the video for Nirvana in Bloom. Hmm. And she asked if uh, there was any connection between the two. And uh, because I don't know if you guys know, I know everyone listening knows about the Buddy Holly video and uh, Happy Days, but the video for Nirvana's in Bloom uh, was Nirvana playing on an Ed Sullivan type shows, black and white. And like one of the videos we'll talk about later this episode kind of goes off the rails at the end. Mm. But um, so I, I kind of I don't know if, if you looked into it at all, Sarah.
1: No, no. But I've, I've watched the the video and it's very it does kind of remind me of Buddy Holly. I'd never seen it before. So I think that was really interesting of someone to point out.
0: Yeah. And I guess it's kind of a thing online, but so I looked into it a little bit, didn't find anything. Um, I mean, both are modern songs in old timey retro videos. It was, uh, you know, In Bloom came out a couple years before Buddy Holly. And uh, I do think that Buddy Holly is a little different because it's not just looking retro, but it's like, it has archival footage, actual Mm -hmm. archival footage. And also Buddy Holly was directed uh, by Spike Jones, who I guess he likes kind of retro looking videos. He, d- he did Sabotage by the Beastie mm-hmm. Boys. Yeah. Just like a 70s cop show. Yeah. yeah. Um, LCD Sound Systems Electro Bank. Which I don't know if you've seen that one. Mm-mm. It's uh, it it's kind of like an 80s underdog movie type feel with uh, rhythmic gymnastics. Hmm. Uh, so, and it, That's it has awesome. a very like Karate Kid. You know, Ooh. Mo- type feel and stuff and then uh, also it's oh so quiet by Bjork oh. which is another one of his famous videos and it's kind of like an old Hollywood musical though it, oh, it is set in modern day Um, but and so I, I don't know if I couldn't really find if Spike Jones got the got the actual inspiration from in bloom but he's you know other people have obviously like hey yeah we talked about that before that song mm-hmm the video is just like it it's based on the the Beatles' first Ed Sullivan show appearance so oh. it looks a lot like In Bloom
1: See I never liked that song so, so I think yeah. I I avoided that video but uh that's so interesting too yeah I mean I imagine that Spike Jones I'm sure has seen the yeah. In Bloom video and I maybe subconsciously even if he didn't consciously like you know get, you know get inspiration from it maybe subconsciously it like you know seeped into his brain and and he came up with this, but I don't yeah, know. And
0: then just before we head on to the actual crust, crux, how do you say that word? Is it crux of the episode? It's crux, know, but
1: crust works too.
0: Crust of the episode. Um, <laughs> a, a more modern one is L- by Lily Allen. The song not fair in 2009. It used mm-hmm. footage from the Porter Wagner show, hmm. which is where Dolly Parton got her start. And it's like a big country thing. And back in the day, Madonna, her material girl video, mm-hmm. it was inspired by, Marilyn Monroe's gentlemen prefer blondes,
1: mm-hmm. but you know that's
0: a that's not a TV show. But yeah, so it looks like the In Bloom was kind. Of, it did kind of start a trend.
1: Interesting, uh,
0: but I do think Buddy Hall is a better video.
1: Yeah, well, I guess I mean Nirvana. They were trailblazers for a yeah. lot of different things that came after them. So
0: yeah, they were, uh, and they're a much bigger band than Weezer.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, should we get onto the crust?
0: Let's get onto the crust.
1: So anyway, yeah, we are, today we're talking about something, yes, something that's very close to my heart, and you'll find out why, or I've already kind of mentioned it on the first episode, but uh, I will re-reveal it, I guess, when we talk about it, (laughs) Um, but one of these things that we're going to talk about uh, means a lot to me, but yeah, we're talking about Weezers, either their performances on kids' shows or kids' show-related things, which sounds like... You know, is there enough material to talk about that? And yes, there actually is. This might is be a long episode. <laughs> Should we just jump right into the first thing we want to talk about?
0: Yeah, let's jump into it. Um, tango is ready. So <laughs> let's jump into uh, Yo Gabba Gabba, right?
1: Yeah. Which, had you ever watched Yo Gabba Gabba before?
0: I'd, I'd seen it one time. Um, I was at, when I was dating some girl, we were at her parents' house and we're spending the night up there. Uh because she lived in Colorado, and for some reason Yo Gabba Gabba was on, I was like, "What the <laughs> heck is
1: this?" I think I knew. I have some friends who would always say that that was a really good show, but I never watched it. And then one day, you sent me the Weezer performance because it's a show where they essentially. Um, I, I read the description of the show, <laughs> yeah, and it, crazy. it didn't make any any sense to me. I'm actually going to bring it up because i didn't even um so the show is hosted by a character named dj lance rock the series featured a mix of live action segments featuring cartoonish costume characters muno the red cyclops fufa the pink flower bubble (laughs) Broby a little hairy green monster tootie the blue cat dragon and plex the magic yellow robot and many short animated sketches and musical numbers
0: it feels (laughs) like like a hipster version of Teletubbies.
1: Yes. It's but it's great because when I was like I watched the, the Weezer one because you sent that to me and I was like, What? What is this? Yeah, th- and they, then they played I
0: wrote... a song called All Our Friends Are <laughs> All My Friends Are Insects.
1: <laughs> I have a friend and it's a an It burrows underground deep
0: within the soil. Sometimes when it rains.
1: I watched a few, I'll talk about it in a minute, but I watched a few other performances. Oh, no, I didn't do um, that. Uh, But like.
0: We both do way different research for stuff. <laughs> <But> it's funny. <laughs> uh, it works out because you do stuff I don't think to do. And I just kind of go on weird, like, rabbit holes
1: <laughs> yeah well I so I did watch I mean I'll, I'll mention it I guess which ones I did watch so I watched yeah the Weezer one and then Jimmy Eat World because uh, I like Jimmy Eat World they did a song called Beautiful Day and the video like it's them riding cats and dogs <laughs> through the sky and then Taking Back Sunday did a song called We All Love Our Pets the Aquabats did a song called Pool Party and the Shins did a song called It's Okay Try Again Which is, oh, that was so sweet. Like, I needed to hear that.
0: (laughs) Did you see the connection between the Aquabats and the show?
1: Um, yes. Which is, I think, why I watched it. Because, like, was it one of the people, or a couple of the people Adam Mm DiBert, I
0: don't know how to pronounce his name.
1: Yeah. (laughs) They created the the show. Oh, oh,
0: he composed the music for the show.
1: Oh, yeah. But I think also... uh, yeah, I think one of the people, oh, created by Christian Jacobs, oh. lead singer of the Aquabats. So oh. that would explain why that other guy uh, wrote the song or has written some of the songs, but he also, he wrote All My Friends Are Insects. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they they were all, I guess, involved in that. Did you um, listen
0: to the Aquabats ever?
1: No. But I feel like, again, I've heard of them and I yeah. know people who listen to them. So uh, they,
0: they seem like very, um, they might be giants adjacent to me.
1: Mm, and mm -hmm.
0: i don't listen to that i got i don't think i don't dislike either of them i just don't really have any inclination to listen
1: yeah i think that's how i feel is like i just never got around to listening to them um but i will say that just from what little i saw of this show i think it's really great that there is a show because i've seen a lot of shows that are meant for like preschoolers which is what this is for yeah and I've seen them because I, I used to work at a place where I did QC and I'd have to watch a lot of like really bad oh. but you know they're like you know preschooler four-year-olds love it like but Nick if you're Junior a parent yes yeah, par- right? it was yeah Nick jr um, but if you're a parent and you have to watch it with your kid oh, oh it would be terrible but this I could actually watch this like if I had a kid I'd be like yes let's watch this because <laughs> they get something out of it I get to see my favorite bands I think that's really cool. So good for them. Um,
0: <laughs> good for DJ Lance Rock.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So all my friends are insects. <laughs> it's from the episode Bugs, um, and yeah, it was it was written by uh, that that name you mentioned, Adam um,
0: DiBert Divert, whatever. Yeah. Uh
1: huh. So it wasn't written by Weezer, but it's basically them in insect caught co- or okay so i read some articles about this performance and a couple articles i read were just like kind of fixated on the fact that they call them insects but spiders aren't insects uh,
0: okay i was i was trying to figure out what he was what rivers is dressed up as was it an insect was it i thought it might have been a tick or something weird
1: well, i think i'm not even sure i i, I don't know if had t- an, an opinion insect. spiders are not insects but they are bugs
0: yeah and They're they're arachnids Uh, because bugs isn't really a technical term. Ticks are also arachnids, by the way. Right. Oh, (laughs) I had to look it up because I was like, I have to know (laughs) what what ticks are. Um, I
1: I read that Rivers was a spider. At least that's what a couple articles said. Scott, I think, was a roach of some sort.
0: Uh, That would be weird to make somebody dress up as a like. Why would you have to dress up as? Yeah, it's probably just a beetle.
1: Just a beetle. I put roach. (laughs) Um, Brian, I think was a fly
0: maybe a dragonfly they mentioned dragonfly I wrote down in the
1: lyrics. Yeah, I wrote down dragonfly and then I crossed it out and wrote fly cuz I wasn't sure. And then pat was a praying mantis. I think that's the only one that was clear. Yeah. But yeah, they they sing this song about uh, Okay, the lyrics by the way, did you take note of the fact that okay, it starts out with I have a friend and it's an earthworm. Right?
0: Which isn't an insect.
1: Oh, but it's a bug, right?
0: I like. I, I don't think the a bug is like a class. I think it's just what we call all the little tiny, creepy yeah. crawly Oh that's
1: things. true. That's true. Okay. Well, I don't know what an earthworm yeah. is, but um, oh,
0: an earthworm is a worm.
1: Oh, that's like a separate thing.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> we need an entomologist, um, or, or whatever. Maybe not su- an who, entomologist. Yeah, whoever studies worms. <laughs> I don't know. But, but, okay, did you notice that I have a friend and it's an earthworm. I have a friend and she's a butterfly. Oh. I have a friend and he's a dragonfly. So the earthworm has no gender. The dragonfly is a man and the butterfly is a woman. Also, Pinkerton was based on Madam Butterfly. There's a song <laughs> called Butterfly, huh?
0: <laughs> this is that, this is that meme <laughs> of the uh, Always Sunny with like all the, him yeah. in front of the maps with all the red uh-huh. light or all the red yarn. <laughs>
1: That's me, yeah. <laughs> that's
0: you. That's Sarah right now.
1: <laughs> but am I wrong? But also, I mean, generally, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, I, I, I heard that you said that uh, you know Pinkerton was the but- was the uh, dra- uh, butterfly. What was the dragonfly connection?
1: Oh, there isn't one, but just that oh. <laughs> he genders the dragonfly. Like he doesn't gender the worm, so you think, oh, nothing's going to be gendered. Maybe I don't worms think worms don't have can... gender. Maybe they don't. But it's like. So he's purposely... One of the first things that comes
0: up when I search for worms gender is, are worms genderless?
1: <laughs> are they?
0: They are simultaneous her- hermaphrodites.
1: Oh, okay. Which means
0: they have both male and female reproductive organs.
1: Interesting. So they're just being
0: accurate. Because all yeah. dragonflies are male. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe, I but I just made that up.
1: I think we've already determined that I know nothing about insects, so you could I'm, say anything, and I don't look at a
0: dragonfly gender.
1: But it's like, yeah, he he purposely genders the butterfly as yeah, female.
0: There, there are yeah, there's different genders.
1: <laughs> but but generally, butterflies. This is not where I thought this was going to go. <laughs> this is Somebody out there this
0: is it. like, you idiots! How do you not know this?
1: <laughs> but I th- I think generally butterflies are seen as more feminine. Because they're like pretty or something. So, but still, I don't know. Um, I I I thought way too much about that. Uh (laughs) but yeah, what did you what did you think of of the song? I mean it's cute, like it's not
0: yeah, it's not much of a song, it's just kind (laughs) of like it it is it it's one of the things where I have to mention whenever I see Rivers looking like he's having a lot of fun. Yeah, and it looks like he's having a lot of fun.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Did you see his quote? Uh no. Oh, there was a, I saw it on a couple different articles, but there was one article called TV's Most Surreal Music Performances. And River said, because uh, they were asking him about doing the performance, and he said, it's awesome here, Cuomo told Entertainment Weekly between takes. I love giant open rooms with tall ceilings, but here they have all this foam scenery and interestingly painted backdrops. It's a cool <laughs> fantasy land I'd like to inhabit. <laughs>
0: that's, that's so, because he, <laughs> He has such a unique take on things like uh, on, on I don't think it's unique but it's such a different way of seeing things than I yeah. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it's like I would not have thought of that that I would have like mentioned, "Hey, I'm dressed up as a spider yeah. or something." And that's weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he's like I'd like to live here. <laughs> I, I mean, I I would live there too, but I'm not I don't say it. I don't go around saying it. Um and so this song was apparently also on the Hurley UK Deluxe Edition bonus. It was a bonus track, yeah, on Hurley UK, along with "Viva La Vida" Coldplay cover, a song which called "I, I Want." Heard. Uh, I haven't either. Maybe we'll do it for one of yeah, our we'll have to do it for cover another episodes. covers. One. Um, as well as a song called "I Want to Be Something," which I also did not listen to, and "Represent" rocked out mix. <laughs> <laughs> Which represent, if you remember, is the song that we talked about on our was oh, it the last episode. The soccer. Yeah, mm-hmm. just... But this is the rocked out mix.
0: <laughs> I, I wonder if I would like that more.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I don't because know
0: because that, that was part of my problem with the song. I didn't think that it was like enough of it. Oh, whatever. We don't need to mm. get into that. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, but as you mentioned, the song was written by Adam Debert of the Aquabats. He was a composer for Yo Gabba Gabba and I found out he went to UC Santa Barbara, which is where I went to school, huh. although he's a little older so, um, the, I think.
0: Is is your mascot the earthworms?
1: No, it's the gauchos. Uh, it's an Argentinian here. cowboy. <laughs> it's a cute song. I would definitely
0: It is a kid. It's yeah, it's it's fine for a kid song. It's funny yeah. that they put it on the deluxe version of Hurley.
1: Mhm. Yeah, that's that was that's what was weirdest to me. Um, is that they basically released it like any of their other songs?
0: I did write down like a few of the other musical acts that appeared on there that I thought yeah. were notable. Mm-hmm. Um, like, um the Killers were on there. Yeah, um, Most Deaf. Which DJ Lance Rock? Like when I first glanced at when you know when I said I saw it a few years ago. Mm-hmm. When I first glanced at it, I thought it was Most Deaf at first because of the glasses, huh. <laughs> and then obviously on second look, it's like oh they don't look that like at all. Um, But most def uh, Bootsy Collins, you know, I don't the, know who that is. He's a bassist, Parliament, funkadelic, and a bunch oh. of. Uh, he played at James Brown and stuff. Oh, he's, nice. he's the the bassist that has like star sunglasses that he wears all the time. He dresses I think all. I've seen him. I, I'm sure if you saw him, you'd be like, "Oh, that guy." <laughs> um, The Roots were on.
1: Oh,
0: and uh, Peter Bjorn and John. Yeah, which is a band that I love.
1: And That's so cool that. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, obviously they are in the Aquabats. They probably know all these people. Yeah, but that's really cool that all these people were down to do this.
0: To do the silly stuff, like yeah, like what did you say, the Jimmy World one? They're riding cats yeah. and dogs. Yeah, they the sky. were
1: basically like whereas Weezer was in this. Uh, this this environment with these actual like an actual set jimmy world looked like they were shot against a green screen and then they put them on top of cats and dogs flying across the sky so you can tell they're all just like this is fun fun and weird so okay yeah, like,
0: hey, let's do the you know we know this guy let's just go hang mm-hmm. out for a day and do something stupid
1: yeah uh, and,
0: and a, a lot of them are probably like oh i have a kid yeah. that, age that likes to, that, that seems like why celebrities always end up doing kid show stuff is because like Oh, my kid likes this show or, Oh, I want something my kid can actually listen to or see.
1: Yeah, exactly. Actually the history of the show, um, Wikipedia says Yo Gabba Gabba was developed by two Southern California fathers, Christian Jacobs and Scott Schultz. Scott Schultz is not in the Aquabats. He's just, I don't know, he's some guy, uh, (laughs) But it says uh, they first started working together as teenagers producing and directing skateboarding videos. Their goal was to design a kid's show that was entertaining while featuring real artists and real performers. Both had no previous experience writing for television, let alone children's broadcasting or education. Or education. In developing the show, they took inspiration from a number of sources, including Sesame Street, The Electric Company, Pee Wee's Playhouse, Zoom, as well as Sid and Marty Croft puppet shows, Banana Splits, and H.R. Puffin Stuff.
0: Yeah, I can see the Sid and Marty Craft stuff a lot yeah. in it. And I think, you know, mentioning you know Sesame Street kind of can transition us into the next.
1: Yeah. Oh, wait, I have one more quote oh. that I want oh, to read. Oh, man, that's such a great transition. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I'm going to ruin it. Um, just that there was a funny quote in Pitchfork. And they said, Weezer's been on such a surreal tear lately that the simple act of dressing up like giant insects and singing a song about being buddies with bugs might be the most normal thing Rivers Cuomo has done in months.
0: What, what year was it that this came out? Oh, it was 2010. I wrote it down.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. 2010.
0: So, he, so. I, I like how back then they're like, oh, he's been doing all this weird stuff. <laughs> and for us, that's a main reason why we did this podcast. Yeah. Is we know that Rivers does all this weird and interesting, sometimes infuriating stuff. <laughs> and that was something that they were picking up on, you know, 10 years ago, pretty much. Well,
1: and he's gotten probably weirder since. So it's like, oh, that was nothing, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, well, now that I've ruined the transition, should we go into our next topic?
0: Should we continue to fish? Keep fishing?
1: <laughs> yes, we should. And okay, this is the the thing that I was talking about where this has a special place oh, in my yeah. heart. Now
0: I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Because if you remember from our first episode, Keep Fishing was really, because I was, you know, a teenager, I was watching MTV, and that was really the first video where I noticed Weezer, and I was like, who is this? I would like to know more. So, it was this video that really got me into Weezer, um, later than most people, but, hey.
0: 2002.
1: Yeah, so I would have been 17. Um, yeah, but it's, uh... It's a video where they are playing the song and there are Muppets. It's basically the Muppet show, right?
0: Yeah, it, it's like it's like a 3-4 minute version of the Muppet show.
1: It's funny too cuz this is like this is them acting. Okay, amplifiers plugged in, no big explosions. Yep. Everything's Stop. all set for the next number, Kermit. Terrific, Fuzzy. Yep. That's great. Oh hey, Brian River Scott. Uh, uh, are you yeah. you guys ready? I You're up it. next. Well, actually, we have a big problem. Well, oh, wait a second. Where's Pat? We can't find him.
0: What? Well, yep. well well, don't don't worry guys we know what to do in situations like this (laughs) what's that
1: i love when there's like stuff before the music video because i feel like if you just want to watch a video and listen to the song that's fine but i love when they put this little like thing before it so you can see the band members like being normal people i think that's also what really drew me to them in this video even though
0: (laughs) they're awkward acting
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) but they seem like real people and they're like you know, somewhat concerned that Pat isn't there. They're not like super concerned. Yeah. They're, but...
0: they're not too concerned to not do the show.
1: Yeah. Like, they're like, yeah, we can't find our drummer, but it's fine.
0: Yeah. We, oh, there's this weird creature that they call animal that can come and play drums for us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so they, they, they get there and they're like, we can't find Pat. And Kermit starts freaking out. And then they're like... Wait, and then Kermit who...
0: freaks out? That's weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then who comes up and is like, don't worry, we got it covered? Was it Gonzo or...
0: Oh, I don't remember.
1: I forget. But somebody's like, no, it's fine. So they go out and they start playing and animals on drums. And then you find out that uh, Pat has been kidnapped by Miss Piggy, who has tied him up. <laughs> And is draping herself across him. She uh, is being Miss Piggy. Yeah. Which, you know, it's problematic. It's pretty problematic. But um yeah. Is and it then, problematic
0: for a pig to kidnap a drummer?
1: I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so they play the song and eventually, you know, Pat gets out with the help of the chef, the Swedish chef, who chops his ropes off with an axe. Um not with
0: an axe, with a cleaver, right?
1: Oh well, whatever. It's a small axe.
0: It's what he's always doing. <laughs> Isn't caring. that
1: what you call one of those things? It's a little axe.
0: <laughs> a hatchet?
1: Yeah, a little hatchet.
0: That thought it was like a meat cleaver, but that's probably not In detail we need to argue about.
1: Well, he's a chef. I mean, it's yeah. a small, like, cooking axe. He's,
0: he's chasing some chickens around.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, with his We're cooking axe.
0: Ready to chop their heads off, and mm-hmm. he never does.
1: But uh, yeah, so they they play the song and it's really cute. The thing that really drew me to Weezer in this video is that they all look really happy. And Rivers especially is just like smiling the entire time. And did you watch
0: the MTV? I
1: I did. And I had seen it before. Really? I realized I didn't know until I started watching it. But I was like, I've definitely seen this. and I don't know where.
0: Probably on MTV in 2002.
1: Maybe. (laughs) And.
0: So, it, only the first part was online, and mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: for some reason, the main character in the making of the video is Pepe the King Prawn. Yeah, that was so is, funny. Like, one of the most annoying characters.
1: <laughs> but he was so funny because you can tell, like, the band is trying not to laugh, kind of. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and the director, Marcos Ciega, because mm-hmm. <laughs> Pepe the King Prawn pretends that he's uh, a. <laughs>
1: He's the director. I thought it was cute. It was funny. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Director Marco Siega. He's he had also directed other Weezer. He did dope nose, right? He did dope nose. He did hash pipe. He did the first Island in the Sun video, not the animal. The wedding, wedding. yeah, the wedding, and uh, he also did Beverly Hills. Oh, the best one. The best song. (laughs) I mean, I'm not. The thing is, out of all these videos, Keep Fishing is clearly my favorite hash pipe is kind of iconic the rest of them i'm not that into
0: i think dope Nose is fine it's Mm. it's an interesting
1: well so it's a weird song to begin with
0: yeah well i mean yeah keep fishing isn't the most normal song no
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no Uh, although the version that's in the music video is better than the one that was on the album because i think the one in the video is the radio version yeah the single it's It's better for some reason i don't know why but because I think when I bought Melodroid, I was like excited to hear "Keep Fishing." I was like, "Oh, this version's different. It's fine."
0: So I, I wrote down what Rivers said in there. Oh yeah, I? yeah. Because uh, they, in the making of the video, they, they asked him about it, about what it was like being there, and he said, "I forgot how much they meant to me as a kid." Yeah. And then he said, uh, "They're just very likable characters that I really identified with as a kid," and something, and something that uh, was real cool about the show. Is that it didn't seem like they were played down to kids. And I used to play along to the album to the soundtrack.
1: That's so cute. So, like
0: he played to the soundtrack of the movie. Yeah. Which, you know, uh, the uh, the original Muppet movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Which that has, was so cute. Yeah. I, I liked the part where they asked him which Muppet he was most oh, like. Yeah. And he said, I think I'm Gonzo.
0: And but, they, not, yeah. but not because he's weird. Yeah.
1: Because he sang some really sad songs. I love. Ah, oh, God. There's a reason I like this band or like <laughs> them, because I just uh, everyone, everyone is rivers. Like everyone I don't know, rivers. <laughs> you're rivers even if you don't want to be. We all have little rivers inside <laughs> us. That sounded weird, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, this video is so cute. Oh, another it, thing. Oh, go ahead. Oh, just that I think I mentioned this in the first episode or one of our episodes is that I had heard somewhere. That in order to get Rivers to smile, they held up a little Kermit doll by the camera. Yeah, I tried searching for that today, and I could not find anything about that. So it's possible that maybe someone that... on, maybe someone on the boards like said it as a joke, and I took it to be true.
0: Because <laughs> I, I, as as we've established today, you're gullible. Like the, yes. the, what would really do is they'd hold up a giant dragonfly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is his friend. Um, <laughs> yeah. But and, does it also but sounds he, he, possible, could, though, right?
0: <laughs> but I don't think they would need to because everywhere he turns, there's a Muppet. Yeah. Because like, like, every time, That's like, true. in the making of the video, you can... Like, they don't show too much of the actual making of the video, which kind of annoyed me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it was, like, more weird comedy stuff. With, yeah. Um, musicians who are It was like a, spe- a
1: segment that they planned, yeah.
0: But uh, everywhere he looked, there was, like, more Muppets. And you could tell that he was, like, really having fun with the idea of doing their, you know, their four minute version of the Muppet show.
1: Yeah. That, that shot where it's like him and Kermit and Kermit like puts his head on rivers and rivers smiles. Oh, it's so cute. Why is it so cute? Oh,
0: but the other members also spoke about it. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Brian said he had the most fun meeting Kermit. He he said he told Kermit that he had a Muppet puppet show birthday party when he was eight and he had a Kermit cake and it was mint flavored.
1: (laughs) That's crazy. Did you like the Muppets?
0: Yeah, i I kind of remember. I don't know where I would have seen like original Muppet Show stuff. Yeah. like I kind of remember like Alice Cooper was on. Hmm. Like he did "Welcome to My Nightmare" on the Muppet Show, which, huh. in retrospect, is kind of weird because <laughs> you know, like it's not really a hard like now you listen to it, it's not a hard rocking song. But I think for back then it was Hmm. and uh it was probably scary for some (laughs) for some kids um and but i don't know if i ever saw it or i just like maybe my dad told me about it and then when i when i finally saw it when i was older like i transposed that in my memory yeah
1: yeah because i i know i've seen muppet stuff um oh this just reminded me do you remember, this literally just popped into my head, do you remember um, that Beach Boys song Kokomo? Yeah. Do you remember the Muppets did a version of that?
0: I'm sure they did.
1: I just remembered that now. such a weird memory to have. Um, I'm going
0: to look it up on my phone and see if I can yeah, play a clip. Yeah. But, I mean, Kokomo is a terrible song.
1: Everyone says that, but I know when I was a little, little kid, that was like one of my favorite songs.
0: Yeah. It's it's a song for children. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have no idea what, what the quality of this is, but it's yeah, Puppet's wait. Kokomo. I'm just going to fast forward about it. Florida Keys. Yep, that's Kermit. <laughs> There's a place called Kokomo.
1: That's where you want to go to get away from it all.
0: Bodies in the sand. Fast forward a little further. <laughs>
1: I guess it is kind of a dumb song.
0: <laughs> it is, but it—it's a—if you think about it, it is a perfect Muppets
1: song. Yeah, but again, I don't know where I would have seen that. I definitely like vividly remember that. So I don't know if that was a Muppet Show thing or if that was a so- Sesame Street thing.
0: I don't remember if you mentioned it in the first episode, but what was your history with the Muppets?
1: Oh, uh, well, it's just like I I know I've seen stuff that they're in, but it wasn't like it wasn't something I really remember. And we'll talk about it more uh, with our next subject. Like, I don't remember a lot from it. You know, Uh, I definitely watched a lot of Sesame Street and Fraggle Rock and other like Jim Henson stuff. Muppet Babies. Yeah, I definitely watched Muppet Babies. So that was maybe more of the kind of person i was um but yeah and i guess i, I was. I think
0: the age difference between us and rivers also is a big thing because i think it was like the height of muppet stuff was when he was a kid
1: yeah that's probably true by the way uh in this video rivers is younger than we are now
0: really yeah so he's like 32
1: yeah uh-huh isn't wow. that crazy that is
0: crazy <laughs> So I know that you you kind of mentioned oh I met a celebrity Reggie the cat from <laughs> w- would you would you be starstruck if you met Kermit?
1: I mean probably I've actually been to the Jim Henson like studios I went there like a number of years ago because they have studio space that they rent out to productions yeah I again this is another memory that just popped into my head now that I forgot I even did but I worked on something there what was it it was like a music video or something and i was there all day doing like like taking the files and moving them to a hard drive or something i don't know what i was doing but something it was cool really exciting no but it was like it's the jim henson studios in hollywood and on on the front like they don't obviously do muppet stuff there anymore um but kermit is like on the top of the building and it's yeah. really cool and then you go inside and i think they are like charlie chaplin's handprints or something and like There's all kinds of cool stuff around there, but, uh, wait, what was the question you asked me? (laughs) (laughs) Would you be (laughs) starstruck? Like if you met? Well, I think I would. And I think especially if, you know, it had been a time when Jim Henson was alive and doing Kermit's voice. That definitely would have been because Jim Henson was, I think, a big influence on my childhood. Like, Fraggle Rock was huge. Yeah. Even though everything he did kind of scared me. Like, even Sesame Street kind of scared me a little. Like, the monsters, like, the puppets really? are kind of scary.
0: I mean, I guess Oscar the Grouch is, but I mean, Big Bird is just a big bird.
1: Yeah, I suppose.
0: <laughs> are you going to watch the Labyrinth series?
1: There's a series coming out?
0: Or. Are- I think there is. I think I read that.
1: Well, it's funny. I didn't even see Labyrinth until I was an adult, so I don't have a, like a child. That. Oh, really? It's good, but like I don't have a childhood connection with that movie.
0: Oh, I think I was confusing it with the Dark Crystal. That's what oh, the TV show it's
1: say, I actually haven't even seen the Dark Crystal. Yeah. So. I, that <laughs> I guess we're we're not great Jim Henson fans, but uh, but this video. Did you watch uh, the video with commentary?
0: Oh no, I forgot too. Oh, Does it's it say funny. Anything interesting.
1: Uh, not really. <laughs> well, you know how their commentary is. It's not really anything yeah. you know groundbreaking about the production or anything like that. But it's just always funny to listen to them talk about what they notice when they're watching these back. And they're always mentioning like the way they look or like what they're wearing. So Scott yeah. mentions that uh, the hairstylist gave me these bangs and I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian talks about there's a shot where he has ants in his pants and he's like his like, he's doing something weird with his pants. And then speaking of pants, Pat mentions that he lost those purple pants and he can't find them anymore. And he's very sad. Um, so and then Scott, get new purple pants. Yeah. And then Scott mentions Scott just talks about like nerdy base stuff. Like he always does. He's like, <laughs> look at that fender. <laughs> he mentions it twice. Like that. It's a fender. Um, well,
0: and before we head on to the next subject, did you see that there was another, Potential version of the Keep Fishing video. What? That, that maybe if this had if this had happened, that you would have never become a Weezer oh. fan. Wait,
1: I did read about that, but tell it tell was, the people.
0: Uh, Kevin Smith. Yeah, he, he sent he he was asked to send a pitch to the video. And listen to how terrible this his oh, idea was. I didn't
1: even hear the pitch. I just heard that it was him. But yeah, what was it?
0: He said, uh, Weezer asked me about doing a video and I came back with, with a proposal that was all dialogue oriented. And the song <laughs> would play in the background on a little jukebox <gasps> in a diner that he said. Um, when I saw the Muppet video, I thought, oh, they wanted something good. I was giving them something me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why would you think that they would want something that's like just, oh, our it's, song's in the background?
1: Yeah, it doesn't even showcase the song. <laughs> Has Kevin Smith done any music videos before?
0: Um, I'm sure he has.
1: Huh. But that's I'm, so weird. But yeah. Think about
0: that version. Of, uh, so if that came up, you would not have been hooked by it.
1: Yeah. I don't know, though, because I'm like really wondering what. And I'm imagining for some reason, I'm imagining like a Reservoir Dogs type scene where they're just in a diner talking and the song's on the background. <laughs> like um, I'm imagining a Quentin Tarantino version of the Only video. it's
0: Jay and Silent Bob doing it. Cause... Right. I'd imagine it would that have to have been... one of them. Or maybe he'd get Ben Affleck or Matt Damon to show up.
1: <laughs> that would have been so weird. I mean, especially because part of the reason, obviously, I liked the video the is because I liked the song. So yeah. if the song had been in the background, who knows? I mean, I also liked them. I thought they were, like, fun. So, But they might
0: not have been in the video at all. <laughs> Probably
1: not. It's It would have just true. been... <laughs> Yeah,
0: I can't really find if he did a music video, but um, huh. I'm sure That's he has. I think all the all directors. Oh, yeah. here's this music video. Oh yeah, he's done at least four.
1: Huh.
0: Oh, but I think that he was uh, an actor in them because it's Silent Bob next to them.
1: <laughs> oh, he
0: okay. So he directed because I got high by Afro Man.
1: Oh, huh. uh, I don't. I haven't seen that video. Me but... either.
0: Build me up, Buttercup by the Goops.
1: Hmm.
0: And uh, can't even tell by Soul Asylum.
1: Okay, I haven't seen any of those, but now I'm curious to check them out and see if they're weird. <laughs> if they even have the song in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and those were, so the first two were 94 and 95, so it was before he was famous. I oh. think, like, Brad Clarks had been out by then. Oh, wow. But then 2001, I think that he was already kind of known as, hey, it's Kevin Smith.
1: Huh, interesting. Well... That's a timeline we will never know. Yeah, the I Kevin th- Smith directed Weezer video. If that
0: happened, we would have never met. This podcast yeah. would have never happened.
1: <laughs> I would have gotten into some other band, like uh...
0: Jimmy Eat World.
1: Well, I'd, yeah yeah I would have because I I do love Jimmy Eat World. So I would have just joined their boards. I might be doing a Jimmy Eat World podcast with someone else.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't be as interesting because yeah because they're uh, not whoever weird. the lead singer of Jimmy Eat World is. <laughs> I don't know his name. It's but... Jim.
1: <laughs> It's literally Jim.
0: (laughs) Uh, But you want to head on to the next Muppet-flavored thing?
1: It's related to what we were just talking about. It is the... Okay, so this is something that I even forgot we were going to talk about till today, until you reminded me. But uh, there was a, a Muppet Songs cover album called... What was it called Muppets. Muppets?
0: The Green Album.
1: Which, when you when I saw that, I thought it was the Muppets covering the Weezer's Green oh, Album.
0: Because I told which... you it's, that would be hilarious.
1: Imagine like the Hash Swedish, pipe? yeah. Imagine the Swedish chef doing crab. I think <laughs> I'd actually like that.
0: If you want to.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But sadly, uh, sadly, only because that would be amazing. Uh, it's something slightly less amazing, but still great. And it's, yeah, it's Muppet show songs covered by bands, such as the Muppet show theme song by OK Go.
0: Did you watch um, that video?
1: I did. Yeah. Yeah. It that was, was, that was, fun. <laughs> it, oop, my phone started playing the song. Um, Yeah. No, that was a fun video and it went on for a long time after the song ended and I quite enjoyed that. So we'll yeah,
0: because the, the song itself is like, it's a, th- it's a TV theme song. So it's like maybe mm-hmm. a minute at the most. Yeah, but there was a bunch of nods to like their other music videos yeah. that they've done, because you know Ok Go is known for their elaborate practical effects music oh, videos. Yes. Yeah, so there was a bunch of nods to that, and then it ends with uh, a dream of weird Bob Newhart. <laughs>
1: Multiple dreams, <laughs> and dream sequence, dreams within dreams. I like that, but yeah, uh, I mean that song. I thought was it was I thought that was a good version of that song. But yeah, Weezer did Rainbow Connection, which Which is is the second track. And here's the clip. Yeah. So we've been told and some choose to believe it I know they're wrong, wait
0: and see Someday
1: we'll find it, the Rainbow Connection the lovers, the dreamers, and me. Yeah, so what what did you think of this version of this song? Because that's a song, you've heard that song. Like, that's probably one of their most famous that's, that's songs. That's their best, that's
0: probably the best Muppet song. Yeah. Is Rainbow Connection. Mm-hmm. The other big one is um, Being Green, which yes. uh, I forgot. Oh, Andrew Bird covered it and it was terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, I thought I thought the version was good. It's uh, it, It's such a... Like we were talking about it before we started recording, it's such a weird song.
1: Yeah, I I feel like I wanted the structure of it is weird. I wanted more from it, and you know, I'm always like, I want it to be more Weezer, and I know, but it's well, well, cause like this okay. isn't
0: just Weezer; it's Weezer with Haley Williams right. of Paramore. She oh. she comes in. I'll play a clip of
1: that later. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah, but like OK Go did something really different with theirs, and I feel like Rivers didn't really do much. With Rainbow it, Con- I mean, there's not much you can do. but Yeah,
0: It's like when we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago with Say It Ain't So, where it's like, oh, it's so iconic. It's like hard to imagine it another way. It's like, you know, Rainbow Connection is, you know, equally or probably yeah. more iconic. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. be fair. <laughs> to normal it's, people, it's, yeah. It's more iconic. You know, the Paul Williams song and, and uh, the shot in the Muppet movie of uh, Kermit sitting on the log at the beginning mm-hmm. playing the banjo. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's... That's the Muppet song. Well, I think everyone thinks of being green, just because.
1: Probably of the green
0: stuff, but I think this is the best Muppet song. I think it's a. I think it's a pretty perfect song.
1: I think it's one I've the one I've heard most, like more than being green. Um, yeah, but but I don't know. I, I you know I'm always I feel bad because I'm always like my baseline for for Weezer covers is the Valoria cover. Which we talk about in our in our covers episode, yeah. and I always am like, what if they did like harder guitars? And It's like that maybe wouldn't go with that song. Well, because
0: the song itself is like it's it's so it's like a melancholy, yeah, yet optimistic song.
1: But imagine and, Rivers even doing it with like acoustic guitar and just doing that, like yeah. butterfly style, you know.
0: <laughs> I was looking, and there weren't very many uh, covers. Of it besides mm. the Weezer one. Oh. But Willie Nelson covered it. Oh, really? And I didn't clip it out, but I just pulled it up on YouTube.
1: We'll put a clip in.
0: Or I'll play. Find
1: the clip. it the rainbow connection
0: the lovers, the dreamers,
1: and me. Who said
0: that every wish would be heard? answer it's Willie Nelson
1: it's pleasant
0: <laughs> and it's just him and an acoustic guitar and yeah. it's a really weird music video if you ever if anybody ever sees it it's Ooh. weird
1: but it's I just like, like him more...
0: sitting there and like people coming and sitting and listening next <laughs> to <it.
1: laughs> but I feel like that's more what I would have wanted from this is less like production i always want less production who am i i don't know it doesn't matter Uh, (laughs) first you
0: want big guitars and a few more Then you want less production make up
1: your mind i want something and i don't know what it is
0: (laughs) (laughs) you just want it to be different
1: yeah i just don't like it okay no it was fine it was fine i just didn't think it was as cool as like there were some other cool songs on the album not to jump ahead but uh i haven't heard of all these people but a song that i really liked even though it's a little bit sappy, is uh, I Hope That Something Better Comes Along by someone named Matt Nathanson, who I didn't necessarily love uh, like the sound of it so much as I loved the interpretation of that song. I, I looked up the actual song uh, when I got home, but it's just a really kind of sweet song about wanting to find love or something, but it's, it's sung by Rolf the dog, and it's funny because there are lines in it where he talks about finding, like, a collie or <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's just all these, like, dog references and it's kind of weird, but I liked that version of it. I thought it was sweet. So. This version. She made a monkey out of old King Kong and I hope that something better comes along oh, but what could be better than a saucy Irish setter when puppy
0: yeah that's a that's a Rolf song for sure
1: <laughs> a saucy irish setter I, nice. I
0: remember reading it was in a it was in a webcomic actually um webcomic pvp um they mentioned how the muppets they're all terrible at what they do like Fozzie's huh. a bad comedian oh. kermit's not running the theater um you know beaker always blows stuff up yeah. <laughs> as a scientist but rolf is a is like the good musician yeah He's, so rolf is the muppets jesus
1: <laughs> I mean, Animal's pretty good at yeah, drums. But
0: yeah, yeah, he's pretty good at drums. Maybe it doesn't completely hold up. Well,
1: but he has some other issues, yeah. I guess. Well, why am, why am I Animal shaming? He's he's great. He's great. There's nothing yeah. wrong with him. Um,
0: but uh, I mentioned that Haley Williams yes. was on... Re- Did you ever listen to Paramore at all?
1: I didn't.
0: Yeah, I, I just heard them on Rock Band, and we used to play the, rock, the songs on the Rock Band all the time, but... Huh weren't really a thing but I I didn't think that their duet worked very well
1: no not really I don't think the
0: harmony was very good
1: yeah or the like, mixing I'm, I think it was almost like mixed weirdly where you couldn't hear either of them great
0: yeah and and the even on Spotify I thought it was just like the version I was seeing on YouTube and I looked on Spotify even then like it peaks during the uh, hmm. like the parts that I'm about to play so if it peaks don't blame me
1: yeah it's not us
0: half asleep and have you
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't love it. It just
0: sounds, yeah, it doesn't sound good. (laughs) It it doesn't sound like they're harmonizing very well.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I feel like there's, I feel like that was a really good way to do it, you know, make it a duet to make it, you know, like you said, make it different from the original. Right. Though there are versions, there's a million versions of Rainbow Connection out there that the Muppets have done over the years, but, um, you know, duets and whatever, but just their harmony didn't work it sounded like they weren't in the same room or
1: something yeah well i was actually thinking about that i was i don't know why but i was wondering because i listened to this while i was driving home from work today but i was wondering yeah. like you know for two people who maybe have you know difficult schedules do they just bring rivers in and have him do his part and bring her in and have her do hers and just mix them together because that doesn't that does not seem like that'd work very well maybe that's what they did
0: yeah, I'm sure that's anyway. That's how a lot of songs end up working out. But yeah. you know, one of them listening to the other and trying to harm it. But uh, you know, I can't say. But I that would that would explain why
1: mm-hmm. it sounds
0: the way it does. I don't know, but I I do think Rainbow Connection is a great song. Like I, I really love that song. It,
1: yeah. It
0: it just feels because when it starts, it feels so sad,
1: yeah. and then it kind
0: of gives you some optimism, but it's still kind of tinged with like it's like everything them the Muppets is slightly tinged with sadness.
1: Yeah. Have you seen Sad Kermit? No. Oh, there are like these videos. I don't know who did them or how or why, uh, but there are these videos of like Kermit singing. It's somebody who sounds a lot like Kermit, and yeah. it's Kermit singing like "Needle in the Hay" or something. It's a video. Of...
0: Oh, I have seen that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now that's sad. <laughs> Kermit's just add some Elliott Smith songs in, and it makes. Well, it even I know sadder. you could
0: you could have like, you know, the happiest person in the world. Singing Needle in the Hay And it's going to sound oh, yeah. so sad Yeah Now i got to look up Kermit Needle in the Hay Because <laughs> <laughs> we've both mentioned That we're huge Elliot Smith Yeah We're Elliot Smith stands.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: but yeah I think Needle in the Hay Is one of my favorite Elliot Smith songs
1: It, it always reminds me Of the Royal Tenenbaums Because I think that's where I first maybe heard it Oh yeah Here's the Watching the video, too. Yeah.
0: He's, like, cutting his tie off his neck with scissors.
1: He's wearing your clothes,
0: head down the toes, a reaction to you. You say you know what
1: he did, but you idiot kid, you don't have a clue. Damn. (laughs) That's... It's like you want to laugh, because it's ridiculous, but it's just, like... Yikes.
0: Now it makes me want to listen to Elliot Smith again. I know,
1: right? (laughs) Right
0: after we finish this, I'm going to turn on Elliot Smith. (laughs) Uh, So, what is your final thought on Rainbow Connection? My final thought is
1: I'm glad I was able to listen to the whole album because it was fun. Um, But I don't think the Weezer uh, Rainbow Connection version is anything to write home about.
0: Yeah, I, I think it would be one that would be interesting to hear him like uh sing live
1: yeah by himself too just him and a guitar i would like, like to i would like, like to see that
0: you know when you i think i have mentioned it before but you, you know when you come out after the encore you know for for the first song of the encore it's usually just one guy playing guitar or something mm-hmm. like a, a slower song
1: it probably won't happen but
0: no it probably won't
1: if it does I mean, but, oh uh, talk
0: about it the other oh the, the last thing i wanted to mention is from hearing what he said on the, making the video about how much it meant to him that soundtrack and then hearing him do the song it's like oh this must have meant a lot to him yeah. to be on this album and he was probably on it because of the Keep Vision video
1: I wonder yeah wait when did, when did this um I think oh it was, was like tw- 2010 or something 2010
0: Yeah. So, yeah. cuz all Oh, because I think I mentioned to you online. I'm like, th- all the artist choices are very 2010. Yeah, like, that's true. okay. Go, Andrew <laughs> Bird.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> but Paramore. yeah, no, I'm yeah. I'm glad. Like, it, I'm always happy when Rivers is happy. Even though <laughs> you know what, he may not make music that I really love anymore, but I want him to be happy. So, um, should we move on? Speaking of music, that well, I actually don't hate the next thing we're talking about.
0: high as a kite Mr. Rivers Neighborhood
1: yeah so high as a kite is a song from the black album. So this is the most recent thing that we were talking about first, today. Our oh no, second single off of it. Is it the second single? Uh, it was released February 21st, 2019, which is this year. Yes. Uh, and
0: one of the most recent things we've talked about on this podcast.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, I think the first time I heard this song, I think was watching the video for it. And I can't remember why I watched the video for it. Like because of this podcast. Well, maybe. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember because it was not for it wasn't for this episode. No, but I watched it and I kind of liked the song and the video. At first, I was like, oh, this is gonna be dumb," and then it went to a weird place, and I was like, "This is kind <laughs> so, so of interesting." There's a lot of interesting stuff about it, the video.
0: <laughs> d- describe how it starts to the people who haven't. Uh, so it starts seen it out.
1: Yet. It says like Mr. Rivers' neighborhood on the screen, uh, and it's all like. Cropped on the, you know, it's like TV square TV it's format. It's like Mister
0: Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah.
1: Yes, and uh, it starts with like Rivers just singing the song, and he does the thing where he like takes off his uh, jacket or whatever, and puts the yes. sweater on, and he, he takes puts his the shoes cardigan off. On. Mm-hmm.
0: Th- that part like gave me like uh, if I had a, if I had ASMR it would give me like the tingle of, like oh uh-huh. my god this memory of <laughs> being a kid and seeing Mister Rogers doing all that shit.
1: Did you watch the Mister Rogers documentary?
0: I haven't yet, but it's...
1: I so good I heard that it will make you weep yeah yes like
0: I do what I wanted to see it in the theater and then it was only here like a couple weeks and I just Uh. missed it and then I I I need to watch it like because Mr. I don't remember too much of Mr. Rogers neighborhood but I know that it was a big part of my childhood I know it was something that I watched all the time
1: yeah same when I was watching the documentary they were describing the show and I was like I don't really remember all these characters but I know I watched this show that in Sesame Street like all the time. So I highly recommend that. Um but yeah, yeah. The and, video And there's a
0: Tom Hanks biopic coming out. He's oh, Tom Hanks is playing Mr. Rogers.
1: Right. That's right. I, I think he, it's
0: funny, like we'll did. always refer to him as Mr. Rogers. Yeah. No matter what. I can't refer to him as Fred Rogers. It's yeah. Mr. Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> I had to think is of his Mr. name. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> but and yeah, he, so he
0: wasn't a sniper in Vietnam, everybody. That's just a internet host. People thought that? Yeah, like they there was a thing where it's like, oh, he was really like a Vietnam sniper and blah, blah, blah. And he came back and he, it's like, no, he's like a nice Presbyterian minister. Yeah. He's like a pacifist. Yeah. He's he a, like made he's TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> he's the closest thing to a saint that we'll yes. ever see.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: I have thoughts on Mr. Rogers, even though I don't remember much of
1: it. Yeah, right? No, but like you have to watch that documentary because it's, yeah, it's great.
0: I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. Yeah, I'll, probably. I'll watch it. maybe
1: tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so you know, it starts out with all this Mr. Rogers stuff. And I'm thinking, like, oh, is this just going to be them just doing, like, a straight Mr. Rogers kind of thing? And uh, it goes Scott to them... Scott dressed up
0: as an, as Officer Wright, uh-huh. Brian's the mailman, and Pat's yes. a chef.
1: Pat's a chef, which I don't... Because I know in Mr. Rogers there is a mailman and there is a cop. I don't know if there was a chef.
0: They always, like, I think they're just, like, putting, putting Pat in hats. <laughs> He was like, he has the Frank Mantis thing. And then like, he, he seems like he's always like dressed up weird. Like well, he's the ta- one that's always game for it.
1: Yeah. He's definitely the most funny of all of them. And even like, you know, that's why they gave him in the keep fishing video. I think that's why they gave him the role of like the biggest, like acting role of any of them is because he was like, he's the one, yeah. the one you get to do that. Um, yeah. So they, they play the song and it's kind of like. You know, it's it starts out like just kind of a normal song. There's this guy with these cue cards and it starts to get kind of weird where the lyrics get kind of dark a little bit. And the there are all these parents and kids in the, in, audience, yeah. in the audience. Very realistic. Like everything about this was like the this seems very real. Like this looks like it was on PBS. Do you think they,
0: they built this like they used the exact same set like they did for the Buddy Holly video?
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: Like, I'd have to look, but... Oh, no, I don't think so, because the train thing wasn't in there.
1: Oh, that's true. But yeah, so they keep playing the song, and it gets more dark, and then uh, it gets to this weird, like, almost...
0: It goes to a minor key.
1: Yeah, and the lighting gets all weird, and the kids in the audience start crying, which, by the way, that looked very real, so I I couldn't find any information on the production of this video, so I don't know how they got those kids to cry, or if they just were crying because they just were, and they got some footage of it.
0: There's no way they... The parents would let them just... No. Actually, I don't know, because parents are fucking crazy. (laughs) Like, stage parents, it's a cliche for a reason.
1: Yeah, but there's a close-up of this one girl sobbing, and it's definitely real.
0: Is it the little Asian girl?
1: Yeah, uh uh-huh.
0: Yeah, Yeah, she's... Yeah.
1: But some of the kids might have just gotten overwhelmed by the whole situation, and maybe were just crying. But even then, it's like, you wouldn't think that they would get footage of that. you know
0: how it is, like, when one kid starts crying, all of a sudden, the other one's like, well, time to cry.
1: Yeah. I assume they asked the parents, like, hey, can we use a shot of your kid crying? Because it would work. (laughs) I don't know. But but it's like you also, when you're making a video, you have to plan these things out. Like, oh, we want the kids to start crying. Like, I'm sure that was written in to the premise. So I really don't know. Do I want to know? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do.
0: (laughs) We need to find find an interview with the director
1: yeah i looked up the director there's some uh so this video was done by some production company called like french productions or something i think they're in la but um i don't know where in la i should just go walk in and be like answer me this question i do a podcast i demand
0: (laughs) answers
1: (laughs) yeah or as big as cereal oh Let's message that guy and get him on. <laughs> the director. His name is Nathan what, Presley. What,
0: what's the worst that'll happen? He says yeah. no or he ignores us.
1: He'll make us cry. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: makes I'll show you how I made those kids cry. <laughs>
1: um but yeah, it's like it's so realistic. Oh, and speaking of Muppets, there there is a part where Pat like throws a Muppet.
0: Yeah, that's it starts the whole uh, Yeah descent.
1: And Oh so
0: that was the part that also That kind of, like, all the other stuff would look really Mr. Rogers-like. Yeah. But that puppet looked like a Muppet, not like a Mr. Rogers puppet.
1: It did. Well, the the Muppet, it was, like, at the window looking in, which is weird. And then it's there, and Pat's, like, throwing it. By the way, I looked it up on Reddit. Some people were talking about this video, and I thought, oh, I wonder if there's anything interesting. Um, Somebody said, Pat decking that puppet is the peak of the Black Album era. And then (laughs) somebody else responded, Pat yote the puppet hard. So I had to look up what "yote" means on Urban <laughs> Dictionary, and it means to yeet in past tense. So then I looked up "yeet," and it says to discard an item at high velocity. <laughs> this is my research. This is what I did.
0: <laughs> I was just mad that, that it was a it was a Muppet type yeah. puppet and not a like creepy Mister Rogers puppet because oh, the puppets are kind of creepy.
1: Yeah, yeah, the like little King like, Friday mm-hmm. is creepy. That's true, that's true. It could have been that and they didn't do that. Um oh funny thing, I I read something on Laughing Squid, there was some article about it. Uh they compared it to the Willy Wonka tunnel scene. Like the part where it gets all dark. I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, it does. Yeah, with the red lights flashing Mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah.
0: I want me to tell you something that reminded me of that you would never think of? Yes. So, in WWE wrestling, <laughs> there, uh. there's a character named Bray Wyatt. He was originally, like, a, his character was originally a back, like a backwoods cult leader character, like huh. a big beard and everything. But and, uh, and then he disa- he got hurt, so, like, he disappeared off TV for a while, and then he came back, and he's rebranded as a uh, children's TV show host. What? In something called Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> And it was like kind of Mister Rogers like, because there's like a puppet, but it's like, it's like, creepy puppet. Uh, like, I don't want to get into everything.
1: Wait, this know. is a real show?
0: It's not a real show. It's like a segment on Raw on WWE. Oh, okay, Raw.
1: so it's like his persona.
0: Yeah, it's his new like he hasn't actually appeared like in person. It's just like they show the clips and it it starts out with him being like, you know, the big child, you know TV show host. He talks like this and his thing is wowie zowie. That's his like new catchphrase. <sighs> But then, like it's every week, it gets slightly darker and darker. and then like one week it was like he was in this creepy clown mask.
1: Oh no! And I was like,
0: this. It reminded me of this video only
1: like,
0: <laughs> times ten.
1: Well, because it's like in both these situations, it's like it gets dark so kind of subtly. You like well, that, you start to w like,
0: doesn't do anything subtly, so it, it kind of gets there. But like, like you, I mean, like yeah.
1: slowly, kind of like gradually. Yeah. You know, and same in this video where it's like the parents. You, there are these shots of the parents kind of looking concerned, like, wait, what's starting to High as a kite? What? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Parasailing. Parasailing's <is> dangerous.
1: <laughs> Why are kids shows such a good target for weirdness?
0: Because they're inherently creepy.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Like, think Barney, creepy. Teletubbies, creepy.
1: Mm-hmm. Sesame
0: Street, creepy.
1: Oh, Teletubbies are so creepy.
0: Like, is there a show that, like... I guess Blue's Clues isn't that creepy.
1: It's creepy. No, it's creepy. Oh, it is. Cuz this guy in a house and he's like, "I hate the shows cuz again, I've I've watched a lot of kids shows in my time. I hate the ones where they talk to you through the TV. Those creep me out like Dora the Explorer." Oh, cuz they'll yeah. be like in Blue's Clues, he's like where's blue and he pauses for a second and stares at you and you're supposed to answer him and i always thought that was so weird that kids shows these days like they must have done some sort of science to decide oh this is the best way for kids to watch tv where it's interactive but no it's gonna confuse them into thinking that that's how firefly funhouse is with gray white and
0: yeah it's the kid and like you hear like the kids go yeah and whatever and and they're always all happy even though like something really creepy is happening on screen but, um, yeah, so that kind of reminded me of the High as a Kite video. So I found a way to...
1: That's a very specific reference. <laughs> yeah.
0: So any any people who also watch WWE every once in a while, you got something out of this. The only other wrestling <laughs> reference is from... Uh, oh, shoot. What's the Blue Album song?
1: Oh, uh, Say It Ain't So. Is it Say It Ain't So? Wrestle with Jimmy?
0: No, 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 no. There's one where it <laughs> says like a leg drop or something.
1: Um, oh, El Scorcho.
0: El Scorcho, Watching- yeah. Watching...
1: Grunge leg drop new jack through press table. <laughs> yes. I don't even know what that means, but I know, so, <laughs> you know somebody found that
0: exact moment when it actually really? happened. And uh, but also it was like, like Rivers like, oh I never watched wrestling. So <laughs> go, oh, of course.
1: Well, no, because he read it in someone else's diary.
0: Yeah, oh, that whole yeah, line that was... is
1: like I was I read your your diary and it was like watching crunch leg, leg drop new jack through press table, and then my then my heart stopped listening to Chocho Sand Fall in love all over again. Oh, anyway, it's it an was EC, in someone else's it's diary. It's an
0: ACW match. <laughs> but anyways, um, wow. oh, do you have any other thoughts on High as Kite?
1: The only other thing I wrote down, well, I wrote down a couple of things. Uh, I just found one quote about song, where oh, okay. the song. River said the song is about a mixed, uh, it's about mixed feelings with escapism. And he compared it to Surf Wax America. Uh, which is, I guess, I I guess I didn't really kind of notice what this song was about. Um, I know.
0: I should have just listened to the song because I just watched the video.
1: I mean, I, I think I could have probably looked up the lyrics of the song that would have been useful, but. So this is one where
0: also, where he makes fun of people making fun of the, uh, the uh, spreadsheet era. (laughs) It's like this. He couldn't have wrote this just in spreadsheets unless he, he has a bunch of spreadsheets are like, hey, stuff that involves the sky and riches <laughs> this meter and everything.
1: He probably does, though. He if he does, does,
0: then more power to him than he did a lot. But <laughs> I think this one cohesively, maybe that's why you kind of like, you know, I think yeah. you, you mentioned you kind of like the song because it makes sense as a full song. It's not just like
1: well, troublemaker cool stuff. Yeah, that's true. It also does some cool stuff in that whole like part where it gets more the minor, you know, it changes like keys yeah. and it, Sounds cool. I don't know. Um, I I also wrote down two rivers tongues. Oh yeah. There are two he, rivers tongues. <laughs> tongue he moments. wants to be
0: in Kiss so bad. Yeah. He wants to be a hard rock like. Have you seen the clip of him, um, playing Detroit Rock City with Foo Fighters? No. Because they they toured together in uh, Australia, I think, like hmm. a few years ago, and and the last song that you know Foo Fighters they play a lot of cover songs, and they had they had him come up and sing Detroit Rock City. Huh. It's like, oh, I I could tell like he loves this, but he doesn't have a voice for hard rock.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh poor Rivers. He just poor wants Rivers. to always be something else. Well, I don't have anything else to say about this video. Do you?
0: No, I think. Yeah, I think that we covered it more than anyone else has ever covered it.
1: Probably. Well, it's so new. I'm sure we'll find out more information. I will go track down know, the director and ask them how he got children to cry. but. <laughs>
0: Uh, make sure that you mention that you're talking about the music video and not just <laughs> run up to him. How did you get children to cry?
1: I need to know for research. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Anyway, you know what we should do next? What? Read some Rivers tweets.
0: Okay, I have two here where he okay. went to the Muppets. Um, one r- relates to this episode, actually. Ooh. Remember the Weezer music video with the with the Muppets in it? Haha <laughs> Oh man, good stuff. Anyway, hope everyone <laughs> enjoys their Friday and weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Rivers Normcore tweeting.
1: It's so good. What's what's the other one you found?
0: Um, this is from a week later, December twenty second, twenty fifteen. Just says, "Can we please, PLZ? Can we please be on the new
1: Muppets?" Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> um, I have one that's that's like not as cute. <laughs> July fifth, twenty seventeen. Kermit gets more action than me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's and he's frequently oh never mind I'm not gonna say it uh, but, ooh I found ones that are it's Muppets but not the Muppets we talked about oh October 30th 2014 Big Bird is a pretty weak name for a puppet character
1: <laughs> is it I don't think so no it's very just dis- you know it tells it, you everything you need to know
0: especially for Sesame Street it fits yeah. perfectly because it says they have to tell you what it is Oscar's a grouch
1: I mean it's no snuffle up I guess but What is? Yeah. What's your do you have you have another one?
0: Yeah, one last one. Uh October thirty first, twenty fourteen, the day after the last one. I'm sorry for what I said about Big Bird yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So he real he came to realize that Big Bird is not a pretty weak name for a puppet character.
1: It only took him a day. Good for him. The
0: backlash he got.
1: (laughs) Well that was great. I'm glad we could find some some really interesting Rivers tweets. Uh there's yeah. always interesting river oh, yeah.
0: tweets. They're a sustainable resource mm-hmm. of our podcast.
1: I'm glad we have this segment every week now. Uh, yeah, anything else we should add?
0: Uh, I think um, I think we're good. I yeah. mean, would you have anything to promote, Sarah?
1: Uh, well, I guess you can just follow me on Instagram at Sarah Iyer or Twitter Sarah and Julie Iyer. I do not tweet about the Muppets or Kermit, but <laughs> maybe I, you'll start never know and yeah you can check out my other podcast the per cast or you can check out the bluth the whole bluth and nothing but the bluth for don bluth movie talk what about you
0: i have twitter and instagram at fbi hop i tweet about uh, stuff probably you don't care about uh, that <laughs> kind of goes to everybody out there not just you sarah <laughs> and uh, instagram i post pictures of my cats and uh, baseball caps that I buy way too many baseball caps. I just bought three more that cost me almost a hundred dollars, but I'm dumb. (laughs) Uh, And uh, you could find this podcast on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. We're at Weezer pod, all those things.
1: Yeah. Oh, and uh, leave us a review or, or whatever, a rating five stars. Tell us what you think.
0: Yeah. If you leave us five stars and then you review it, we'll read the review on the air. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's called on the air when it's a podcast, but on the <laughs> recording. So yeah, so we, leave us a review and five stars, and we'll read it. And
1: yeah. Uh,
0: as long as it did not say anything too mean about me.
1: No, that's fine. You can say yeah. mean things about me. Yeah, i like them.
0: Uh, actually, we don't. We don't have to tell people on the internet to say mean things about a woman, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the default. Yeah, setting. it's
1: implied. It's implied.
0: Oh, um, uh, we never figured a way to end this. No. We's uh, fishing.
1: It's. Uh, I have a. Friend and he's a Weezer, or she, or it. Bye. Bye. Bad. <laughs> nope, they're all bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Great job, Buzz. Was beautiful. Good, job. Good job,
0: penguins. <laughs> 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 <laughs>